Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. Why don't we know for sure God is good all the time, all the time God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we want everyone to go to heaven. So right now we're praying for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. Their past, present, and future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. By faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus Christ, please reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman, and they would humble themselves before you, Father. They would repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus Christ, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And Father, you would get every person in a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a strong Christian, serving you faithfully. All the demon-possessed, demonizing captives would be set free, and all the sick would be healed from every sickness and every disease. And Lord Jesus, your people would receive and walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And Lord, we agree right now for these things, and we thank you for them in Jesus' name. But also, Father, we love the Jewish people. We have such a great debt of gratitude to them. We pray, Father, that the blinders and scales will be removed from their heart and minds, and they would see that Jesus Christ is their Messiah, Savior, and Lord, and they would be born again. In obedience to your word, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And also, Father, we agree with your word that they have a covenant right to all the land of Canaan. Please, Lord, restore all the land to them. Protect them from their enemies. If anyone tries to harm them, Father God, stop them, and if necessary, destroy them. And, Lord, may the United States always protect and bless the nation Israel. And Father, prepare their hearts for the Psalm 83 war, as well as for the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war. And Father, when they do have to take out Iran's nuclear facilities, help them be effective and powerful and shut them down forever. And we thank you for it now also in Jesus' name. All right, now we need to pray about some current things that need to be addressed. So let's continue to agree. Father, we cry out against the digital currency that Joe Biden and feds are going to try to begin to roll out in July. We curse that agenda. It's from the pit of hell. Father, it's part of the one world government. It's trying to bring us into subjection, trying to take away our cash and the dollars. And Father God, we disagree with that, Lord. It's evil. It's unrighteous, Lord. So send their plans in confusion. May they fight among themselves, raise up million Christians to rise up against it. And we thank you, Lord, that it's not going to take place fully until after the rapture of the 
the church. And Father God, we ask you to protect our nation from there will be no more viruses or pestilences. Don't let Father those labs create any more pestilences to intentionally be released or unintentionally released on the public anymore. Stop those evil people, Father, and also secure our borders. Father, terrorists, pedophiles, foreign soldiers, Father God, (laughs) insane people are coming through our borders, Father, for the purpose of destroying America, Father. And Joe Biden is inviting them in. So, Father, secure our porters, and whether it be through soldiers or whether it be through uh, your angelic host, drive out every person who is here illegally and allow those only to come in who come forth according to our laws and into our Constitution. And also, Father, please protect our power grid. Don't let there be any EMPs. Father, don't let anyone take out our electricity, our coal, our gold, our oil, our gas. Father God, protect our power grid. And Father, we agree that fossil fuels are a blessing of you. And we pray for that Keystone Pipeline to be reinstituted and and new uh, uh, oil wells to be dug. And we'll go back to being prosperous again, Father, and stop those wicked people who are trying to stop it. And, Father, protect our food production plants and our farms. Father, give abundance of rain for the farmers. May they grow great crops for the glory of God. And, Father, make sure all the farms are returned to Americans' lands and no foreign country would own farmland in America ever again. And also, Father God, there's seemingly no justice left in America. So, Father, we pray right now. We agree that your justice, you're bringing forth your divine justice against the Joe Biden administration and everyone in it. Lord Jesus, you know exactly what they've done. We cry out to you, Father God, unless you do something, nothing will get accomplished. So we commit this to you in prayer, and we trust you to do it, and we thank you for it now. And, Father, don't let anyone put any mRNA material into our food, into our water, into our plants, into our animals to try to kill us, Lord Jesus. That's all they're trying to do is kill us, and you know that, Lord. And we trust you, Father, ever born-again believer, to protect us, to promote us, and to provide for us in these last days. And we thank you for it right now, in Jesus' name. Also, I got a little terrible update, and we'll deal with it in the message. We've been talking about the last days. And again, you know the one world government, okay? They are trying to bring that to pass as quickly as they can. The organization that is heading that up is the WEF, the World Economic Forum. They are Luciferians. They worship the devil, And, you know, you say, well, they can't get a one world government. No, you're wrong, because Revelation says God will permit and allow the Antichrist to come and the false prophet and things will be paved the way for them to have a seven year reign. And Jesus comes back and destroys them. But it will happen. But again, we're to stand against those things. Okay, here's a new wrinkle. You know, the head of the World Economic Forum is Klaus Schwab, and he has a lot of underlings, and one is this Yuval Herrera. Okay, quoting from them, they say that they are going to use AI, you know, that's artificial intelligence, okay, to rewrite the Bible, and they will create 
a unified religion that is actually correct. Did you hear that? In a few years, there might be a religion, here's what they say, that is actually correct. Are you hearing this? Just think about a religion that whose holy book is created by AI, artificial intelligence. Do you see where they're going? They say that up front. Do you get the idea? And again, already we know who the false uh, prophet is. Don't quite know yet who the Antichrist is. But again, an AI religion, they're going to serve the devil, and it's going to be artificial intelligence that tells churches what to believe and what to preach. And there is already being developed a church that is run by AI. Did I tell you Jesus is coming soon? Are you ready? Remember, at the rapture, the next big event on God's calendar, Christians will be taken out. But lost heathen and religious people will still be here. They'll still have their churches, and they will worship the Antichrist. They will take the mark of the beast. They will follow the false prophet. And yes, they are, their Bible will be a Bible created by artificial intelligence, which is being developed now. Can I tell you, Jesus is coming soon. Okay. Well, let's continue with the theme of the last days because we're just about there, right? We've been looking at the apostasy, and now we're going to be looking more at the Antichrist and Israel. Remember, the big sign about Jesus soon return focuses on the Jewish people. The tribulation is all about the Jewish nation, not the church, okay? The church, the true church is out of here. Do you get it? The seven-year tribulation has nothing to do with the church. Remember, we read back, let's read it again in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. How do you know when we're in the tribulation? Mr. Antichrist is revealed, and what does he do? Daniel 9, 27, and he shall cons confirm the covenant with many for one week, that's seven years, and it's talking about the Jewish people, and in the midst of the week, okay, he is probably the one that's going to be responsible for them getting to build their temple. They are ready now. Since the destruction of the temple, this is the time in history that they are prepared. They have the red heifer's ashes. They have their high priest, their training priest to do the sacrificial system and all these things. They have everything they need to do it. And why is that true? Because now is the time for the church to be raptured out and to enter into the tribulation. How do you know you're in the tribulation? Day one, Mr. Antichrist. Now again, he's Dr. Evil to the church, but he's Mr. Wonderful to the religious people and the healing heathen, especially the Luciferians. They want the one world government. They have the, in fact, they probably already know who the Antichrist is. He's being groomed. He's getting ready to step into his place because the apostasy has already taken place. And the only thing that happens after apostasy is God's judgment. But again, he takes the church out. There's always been a remnant of those who love Jesus, serve Jesus, and are born again and, and are faithful to him. And they will be taken out. 
And the first thing he does, Antichrist comes on the scene and signs a seven-year peace treaty with Israel. That's day one of the seven-year tribulation. And now it talks what happens in the middle of the three and a half years. You know, he's come on the scene as Mr. Good Guy, Mr. Wonderful, seeming to have all the answers. In some sense, a charismatic leader that people think, oh, he's wonderful. He has all the answers. And see, that's what the WEF is, getting you ready for the one world government. And remember, they've already set a date. By 2030... You will own nothing and be happy. So before that, they will have destroyed America and and established probably originally 10 regions, but they will give their allegiance to the Antichrist. Do you understand that? And there will be that one world government. Okay? So... They're getting ready. They've already set the date, and there's some other dates, too, from God's people. Remember, there's only two teams, God's team and the devil's team. God's team is saying it's getting real close. It's just about here. The devil's team says we're ready to take over now, and we're going to make it happen. Well, again, the devil's team is subject to God's team. So, But I get the picture here. Both teams, and there's no other teams saying it's getting ready to happen. So, no excuse for you not understanding Jesus is getting ready to take us out of here and the tribulation is about to begin. Okay. But let's read again, finish the scripture. And he, Mr. Antichrist, shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, seven years. And in the midst of the week, that means three and a half years into the tribulation, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. In other words, they've been doing their sacrifices. Oh, they're just as happy as they can be. But now, Mr. Antichrist receives a deadly wound. He miraculously raises up again. Satan always counterfeits what Jesus did. And what is the first thing he do? He goes into the temple and says, I am God, worship me. And that's when the Jews say, oh, no, he's not a good guy. And they flee into the mountains. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. So he is seemingly a good guy for that first three and a half years, but then he Satan literally indwells him, and he demands worship, and the false prophet, they put an image in the temple, they institute the mark of the beast, you don't take it, you can't buy or sell, so basically, if you don't hide out good, you're going to be killed. So it's better to get saved now and get, go out in the, in the rapture than have to go through that, okay? He shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease for the overspreading of abomination. He shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Okay, so God's timing, the temple's been built, it is getting ready to get built. They have everything they need. The devil's schedule, they are planning the one world government, and all they need is, and here's what they say. <laughs> here's what they say. We just need a crisis, which they're going to create big enough to make all the world basically fall apart. They will come in with the answer because they created the crisis, and then they take away all your freedoms. Do you understand? You know who's part of the WF? Joe Biden the Prime Minister of Canada, that French guy. Do you get the picture here? They have billionaires. They have people who have lots of money that are running this deal 
And again, God's in charge, but from man's perspective, they're getting everything ready and they've got to destroy the United States. That's why our borders are open. Isn't it amazing now, even though that Congress has changed, nothing has really changed because the Luciferians and they're in both parties, both sides of the aisle. I was so sad to learn that. So sad to learn that. They want the United States to be destroyed. So they will pretend to do some good things, but nah. They say we're going down and we are going down. In fact, we are probably Babylon, so we will be destroyed also. But don't worry about that. You're going to be out of here. Do you get the picture? Okay. So the rapture takes place. The church is out of here. We've talked a lot about that. And the tribulation begins, day one with the Antichrist. But you need to know and understand, too. I mean, I want to kind of prove to you also with another scripture here in, in Revelation chapter 11 that we are not in the tribulation yet. So there are some good things that are going to be happening even during the first three and a half years. Yes, probably the sealed judgments have begun to be opened up and poured out, but God still always has a witness. Let's go to Revelation 11 verse 3. This is very exciting. This will be very exciting to watch from heaven and be sure this hasn't happened yet, okay? And you'll agree as we read. Revelation 11:3, And I will give power unto my two witnesses. Okay, speculation is... It will be a Elijah and Enoch because they were translated. They will come back and be the two witnesses. Some people think it will be Elijah and Moses because of the certain miracles they do. Okay. Probably one of those two. Okay. But they will be back, and during the first three and a half years, they will be in Jerusalem doing things. And we're getting read, to read what they'll be doing. And be sure that's not happening right now. So we are not in the tribulation yet. We're in the birth pains. Okay. That lead up to it. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. That's twelve hundred and sixty days. That's the first three and a half years of the tribulation. Remember, Antichrist shows up, signs seven-year peace treaty with Israel. They're building their temple, doing their sacrifices. But there's two men that God brings down from heaven that are going to straighten some people out if they'll listen. Here it is. These are, verse 4, the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth. I love this. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. Well, I want to see that. And if any man will hurt them, he must in the same manner be killed. They have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power over waters to turn them to blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. Oh, still, even in the tribulation, God is getting the word out and judging those who have refused Jesus. Okay. Verse 7, and when they have finished their testimony, the beast, that's the Antichrist, that rises, ascendeth out of the bottomless pit, shall make war against them, and he shall overcome them and kill them. Once their ministry is done, God is going to allow the Antichrist to kill them. Okay, so they will experience death. <laughs> but let's not stop there. Verse 8, 
And their bodies, their dead bodies, shall lie in the street of that great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. So what's it talking about? Jerusalem. Okay. And they of the tongues and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not permit their dead bodies to be put in the graves. Okay. How can for three and a half days people see two witnesses dead laying in the streets of Jerusalem? Technology, satellites, AI. Do you get, do you get the picture here? We're there now. So the people that hate God, that didn't listen to their message, who refused Jesus, boy, they're sending judgments on them, and they are getting whacked. Plagues are coming. There's probably a lot of drought, okay? So now they're killed. Their ministry is done, okay? So how, how do the people on earth who, who hate God, how do they respond to this? Verse 10, and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another. It's like they're having Christmas. Why? Here it is. Because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. And after three days and a half, three and a half days, this is great. The spirit of life from God entereth into them, and they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon, in, upon them who saw them. Okay. See, the devil in his crowd thinking, we killed him, we killed him. Ha, ha, ha. Three and a half days they stand up. So now everyone on planet Earth is seeing these dead guys, really dead. They're alive again. Oh, ho, ho, ho. this is great. God always has the last word. Do you understand that? Okay. Verse 12. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, come up here. God says, come up, guys. You guys are done. Now you get to go to heaven. Now nothing but goodness and greatness. Amen. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. They're going to see it. You, you know, you think if they had a lick of sense, they would drop to their knees, repent, and receive Jesus. But some people don't want God. Some people love the devil. I know that may be hard for you to understand, but that's the reality, and it's always been a reality. North other something happens just then. And the same hour was there a great earthquake, and a tenth part of the city fell, and in the earthquake were slain of men 7,000. That'll get people's attention. And the remnant were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. So, some people will get right through that. Hallelujah. The second woe was past, and behold, the third woe cometh. So, we need to understand that uh, even during the first three and a half years, the church has been raptured out. God has these two witnesses. We just read it. Remember back earlier, the 144,000 sealed Jews, they're probably evangelists preaching Jesus. And remember also in the book of Revelation, we didn't get to that yet, there are angels preaching the everlasting gospel. So God in his mercy and kindness is still allowing people who would get saved or will get saved to get saved. So don't think God's being mean. I mean, if you will get saved, if you want to, you can do it. 
But again, the sad thing is that you will then not take the mark of the beast and you'll be hunted down and, and most people will be killed. Now, the good news is we don't usually talk about this because God is still going to protect a remnant of the Jewish people here in Revelation 12, 5 and 6. And she brought forth a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up into God and to the throne. Of course, the woman is Israel. And the woman fled into the wilderness. Okay. Okay. I believe that's talking about the middle three and a half years of the tribulation. When the, the Antichrist says in the temple, I'm God, they're going to run. But notice here. Where she hath a place prepared by God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. So there are some Jews, a remnant, that when the Antichrist shows up in the temple and they flee because they're not going to worship this devil man, God will hide some of them out. And, and a lot of uh, prophecy people believe it will be in, the, uh, in Petra. And you can look that up for yourself. So that's exciting. So God, so see, and that's the thing is, when we come back with Jesus at the end of the tribulation on white horses, you know, Jesus just opens his mouth and annihilates the false prophet, the Antichrist, those who have taken the mark of the beast and are actually trying to make war against Jesus. Man, they're idiots. Of course, anybody that tries to make a war against Jesus is an idiot. Don't be an idiot. But he, he just cuts them in pieces. But there will people still be alive. And remember, when the millennial takes, the thousand-year rule of Christ takes place, we will rule and reign with Jesus. Well, who are we going to rule and reign over? Those people who didn't die and made it through the entire tribulation, they will enter into the, uh, the millennium in their human bodies. They will reproduce and have kids. And so saints born-again ones, those who have been caught up to heaven in the rapture, we will rule and reign with Jesus and we'll rule over as Jesus uh, appoints us over those who, who are in, in, on planet Earth in their human bodies. Isn't that exciting? So we see the Antichrist. He's real. He's probably getting ready to be manifest right now. He'll be manifest, I believe, with all my heart through the WEF. They'll say, here's your new world re leader. Remember, they've already set a time by 2030. They're going to have all your stuff taken away from you and have their one world government. So that's their date. Well, remember when it talks about the budding of a fig tree? And in Matthew, Jesus talks about, well, you know, Israel became a nation in 1948. And they said, this generation will not pass away until the, all these things begin to take place. So 80 years will be 2028. So even on God's calendar, and remember Tom Horn, I told you the revelation he had about Apophis. And remember, Apophis is the asteroid, part of the trumpet judgments in Revelation chapter 8. And, uh, and he uh, learned from NASA the date was April 13th, 2029, when they believed that was possibly going to hit. Of course, they're backing off now. Of course they would. So I believe God has given a date that April 13th, 2029, that trumpet judgment of the asteroid and Tom Horn says hitting off the coast of California and Mexico will hit. And that's at least in the tribulation, possibly the middle. So that means possibly three and a half years, two and a half years earlier, whenever that judgment came to place, 
will already be in the tribulation. Do you get the picture? Which means Antichrist has already signed the seven-year peace treaty. Okay? Isn't this exciting? So what does Jesus say? Don't be deceived. Walk with Jesus. Know the word of God. Pray and hear from God because he's coming soon. Are you ready to meet Jesus? If you're not, pray with me right now. Dear God, I see it. I understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again. I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, I come to you. I repent of my sins. I'm trusting you, Lord Jesus, asking you to come into my heart and be my Savior and Lord of my life. Wash my sins in your precious blood. I trust in you. I give my life to you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And Jesus, I want to be power for you. So please baptize and immerse me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me right now, Lord Jesus, and help me to be your bold witness until you return. Amen. God bless you. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.